This episode first aired on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Hello, I'm Shanira, and welcome to the Chini Chronicles on Radio DePaul, your one stop for pop culture on college radio. Hello, Lou. You're listening to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. This is the Chini Chronicles, and I'm Shanira Eve. I just had a mental lapse. Excuse me, but anyways, that's why there's that little pause. But um, so today I'm going to be talking about the new season of Cheer. Um, so if you guys have Netflix or just have social media in general, um. There's this uh, show called Cheer. It's basically about these um, co- college um, college cheerleaders that go to Daytona every year and um, participate in the national championships or whatever. So this season is the second season. This season. So the show follows Navarro College um, in Texas. And this season, they introduced their rival... Um, they future the rival more, um, more explicitly. They're called Trinity Valley Community College. So, so there's that. So we were able to see Trinity Valley more often. I think they were mentioned last season, but like they weren't like actively shown throughout the season. So they were act, um, explicitly shown throughout this season. Um, but there are two main things. Uh, that were happening this season other than, you know, COVID. There were two main themes of this season. Or actually three main themes. Um, one, um, how famous Navarro College got. That was like a good first third or so of the season where we see how popular they got. They we 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 see the television appearances and all the interviews that they went on and all the collaborations that they did and all the fans that they had and how like sometimes it got a bit distracting from practice it will not get into that later and then another part of the season had to do with the team's fallout with Ladarius and then also Jerry's sexual assault child pornography case so as I mentioned, uh, Navarro's getting like all this popularity, television appearances and interviews and red carpets. Apparently, remember Jerry Harris, you know, the uh, guy who does Matt Talk. Um, he was on the red carpet for the Oscars and he was doing interviews with all these celebrities. I remember them going on Ellen on the Ellen show. Um, a former sort of like person on the team um, I forgot his name. He was, like, being trained to... Excuse the chair. I'm moving around. But anyway. <laughs> so he was, like, sort of being trained to be, like, you know, the assistant manager. And he kind of, like, got kicked off of the team because he essentially had a party that had alcohol involved. And apparently, like, Monica, Monica the head of coach of Navarro, felt like if you're supposed to be a coach, you're not supposed to be doing those type of things where, you know, the the cheerleaders are in a 
space that have alcohol and whatnot, and they're supposed to be after yeah, So he got let go. Um, Should have researched this, but um, yeah. So he was let go of the team, but he was there every so often. He had some couple of interviews, and um, <laughs> just hear me typing. But um, so yeah, he was like kicked off the team or whatever. But he was there ever so often. I, 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 I think you guys may know who I'm talking about. But, um, yeah. So he was on the team and he was kicked off. So he was there. And, like, one thing that he said was that, like... Because there were some people that had come on to during practice. And they were trying to do interviews with some of the team. And, like, film what they were doing. So... It was like kind of like in the middle of practice, and they're trying to do the interview for like this Australian talk show and like other things. So he's like, I can see. So he basically said, Oh, I can see how this could be a distraction. And this being all of the interviews and all of the people coming to them trying to like interview them during practice or whatever. So obviously, we're um, seeing them uh, struggle with you know, balancing the popularity that they have and then, like, the practices. Because a lot, of, a lot of them, I think, became, like, gassed out for a moment because it's, like, they have to do all these interviews. They have to keep up with, you know, appearances or whatever. There's some there's some of them on the team whose families are trying to capitalize on this moment. And so it's just, like, it, it, it gassed them out a lot. So that's, like, a good chunk of the start of the season was about, you know, how the other season ended. Like I said, um, we were introduced to Trinity Valley. Um, they're sort of like the underdog. Because, you know, Navarro, at the first season, they won the national champion. So Trinity Valley and Navarro, they're always neck and neck. It's never like, oh, one team blew the other team off the water. It's always neck and neck. So, like, I guess they're sort of the underdogs, like I said. Because, you know... They weren't the national championships, and it's been a while since they've had a championship. And so, yeah, there's that. Um, at the end of the season, I should have started this off with a spoiler warning, but I don't really think that's necessary because the show's been out for weeks now. So I feel like you, y'all should have watched this by now. So, But anyways, <laughs> so at the end of the season, they're in Daytona. On the first, sorry, there are two different days preliminaries and then the second day is the final um everybody score compromises of like both of the days or whatever um we see trinity valley they have like this mishap wow navarro had a decent day and then the next day navarro ended up messing up as someone fell and then trinity, trinity valley had like a really good performance or whatever and <laughs> I um saw this TikTok of someone like breaking down the dramatics of the season and like the the roller coaster and apparently according to like this TikTok um if, if you watch the ending you see that like Navarro College was in this big room this big sort of like ballroom type of room and like they had a big screen where they were because this was during COVID. This was like during COVID, was it 2020? So like the um, the award ceremony was virtual. So 
uh, everybody had to watch it on the TV or whatever. They just had to stream it. So apparently Navarro, Monica, or the, the Navarro team, they rented out this big room where they and their family can watch the award ceremony on this big screen. It was this huge room. And for me, as I was watching it, I thought everybody, or I thought that was a room for everybody. I thought any team or whoever could be in that room and watch the big screen. It did connect that like Monica and them rented out a whole room. Um, but the, the contrast of that was uh, Trinity Valley, all of them, all like 20 or so of them, coach and all, all crammed to the small hotel room and watched it on the hotel's television. So I don't know why in that moment it did not really connect that like, oh, Novara ran out this huge room, but like it's a complete contrast and like it shows sort of like this privilege that Novaro has been able to have because they were able to spend all this money to rent out a huge room and apparently they showed it on the show where like the Ellen Ellen DeGeneres gave them like two hundred thousand dollars. So like just stuff like that and then like their popularity. So they were all able to like capitalize off of that. So and another like interesting contrast that like I that I found was that um Navarro College was able to like fly the fly fly from the from um Texas all the way down to Daytona while Trinity Valley had to stick out the 16 hour bus ride. I'm just like, that's interesting. Trinity has to go on a bus for 16 hours while Navarro College can just do like a three hour, two hour, three hour plane ride. That's interesting. So that that was a, so that like those two moments were like quite interesting contrast, and it kind of like shows that like Trinity Valley was kind of like getting like I don't want to say the short end of the stick, but like more like like I said privilege where like Navarro College is getting all this cloud, they got all this money from Ellen and whatnot, and also and also Monica ended up spending some of that money that two hundred thousand dollars on building a stage in Novero College's parking lot so that they can like practice on an actual stage the the, the last couple weeks before going to Daytona. Trinity Valley didn't have a stage to practice on. They 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 weren't able to get on a plane and get down to Daytona on a plane. They weren't able to rent out a room so they can watch the awards ceremony but ironically with all of that stage and and uh, plane and whatnot Navarro still lost this time around Trinity Valley came up on top so that was just interesting how like with all this clout and privilege and everything that Navarro has been able to get they still ended up losing this season but I think I understand why Novara lost. It's just, I think, I think Novara just had too much chaos going on. They had too much going on. Like, what we have to ask, if we just take away the popularity that they got from season one, if we take away 
the situation with Ladarius. If we take away the situation of Jerry off, just out, out of the table, would they have won this season? Who knows? But I'm going to um, discuss the um, situation of Ladarius and Jerry after after an ad and after music. The song I'm going to play it, I'm so awkward today. I'm so awkward today. I don't know why. I'm, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot get my words out today. But anyways, anyways. So the song I'm gonna play is "Hair" by Little Mix, and yeah, I'll be back with more tea about Netflix as a cheer. Welcome back to Radio DePaul. This is the Chini Chronicles, and. So I'm gonna be back talking about um, Jerry Harris and Ladarius. So I'm gonna start off with Ladarius. Um, so if you guys don't know, is that like Ladarius is one of the cheerleaders on Novera Col- Novera College's um, cheerleading squad, and like him and Ladarius, uh, him and Ladarius, Ladarius and Monica were very close, and they often they often compared themselves to be this like mother son type of relationship and they had this falling out during the season and this kind of like everything kind of went bad when Monica had left for Dancing with the Stars so um when did the show first for me I think in 2019 so like I'm assuming so but um or was it 2020? I don't know. It's, it's, the show premiered in 2020, I think. That make that would make sense. That would chronologically make sense because this 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 second season uh, covered both the 2020 season that got cut short and then the 2021 season. So it would make sense. That makes sense. Okay. So this so they're. So, um, sorry, I just read something on my phone, but, um, so basically their 2020 season got cut short because, you know, COVID and then everything started picking back up again for 2021. So from like that weird, awkward cutoff break in 2020 during that time, I guess Monica, the coach ended up signing on to Dancing with the Stars. So I think instead of coming back for the first semester of the 2021 season, she was with Dancing with Stars. So she was gone for a long time. So she had to have a replacement. Her replacement was this girl called Kaylee Peppers, who was a former cheerleader. And there's this other assistant coach called Andrew. What happened to him? He was was gone for the second half of the season. So I... I googled it and he had like started his own dance company. I don't know. But he dropped off the face of the earth on the second half of the season. And this new person called Kaylee Peppers was to stand in coach until Monica came back. So I think that's where the awkward tension came from. Especially with Ladarius. He's like, okay, yo, where's Monica? Why is she kind of missing Monica, wish Monica was here. I'm not really liking Kaylee and how she's coaching. So it became like this weird tension where like, 
um, well, Darius isn't really liking the situation, and it's just weird. So it comes to the head when well, Darius went to Kaylee, and he was like, "Yo, here's one of my dogs. You can keep my one of my dogs for the semester, and at the end of the semester, I'm gonna come back and get him." Okay, so when Ladarius came back to get said dog, it was an issue. According to Kaylee, um, Ladarius was dramatic and just crazy and banging on the door, screaming and yelling about the dog. That's according to Kaylee. According to Ladarius, he wasn't screaming at all. He was just, he, he heard Kaylee in the room on the phone with somebody and Kaylee's saying, oh, yeah, he's screaming and banging on the door. And Darius basically said, I wasn't screaming and yelling. I was laughing, actually. I was just knocking on the door and laughing. So with that weird falling out over the dogs and Darius being made to seem like he's crazy, I'm going to take sides. I'm going to take Darius' side, Okay. I, like, it, it doesn't make sense why he'll be just suddenly just start banging on the door. You know what I mean? And even if he was, he has every right to because that's his dog. Why, like, why are you keeping his dog and then wouldn't be surprised that he's screaming and yelling? So I just, see, for me, I'm confused as to, like, what the mishap was. Wasn't the agreement to keep the dog for only that semester so what what is why was there a mishap as to when Ladarius came to pick up his dog at the end of the semester that was the plan wasn't it so what is the confusion so that's where I'm at with the situation I just feel like any reaction that Ladarius had was probably vindicated and completely correct because that was his dog at the end of the day so he was only supposed to be there for a semester. So that's kind of like where, uh, like, I want to say popped off, but like, I feel like that energy was brewing. And so then Ladarius ended up leaving the team because it was just too much. It was too much drama. People were just picking sides and whatnot, whatnot. Um, so pretty much he left the team and everybody was kind of like, Everybody was so quick to cut him off, and I, I don't, I don't understand. I'll get back to that later. Um, got like a couple minutes left. But oh well. Um, so the next topic, the the Ladarius and Jerry thing, we gotta connect it. So with Jerry, he was sexually assaulting minors, not yes, yeah, sexually assaulting, and exchanging nudes. So he was charged with child pornography as well. Um, so he, so it was a pair of twins. Um, he was, um, talking to one of the twins. They were 13 years old while Jerry was 19 at the time. Why, why are you 19 years old doing this type of stuff with a 13 year old? What do you have in common with that 13 year old? Like, like these 13 year old kids are like, they were cheerleaders. Yes. But that is as about far as that goes. Okay, that is the only thing you guys have in common. You cheerlead and you go, you you train at the same facility. That is it. Them kids is worried about Fortnite and, and 
go into middle school in the morning and Sour Patch Kids. What do you got? What 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 in common do you have with those twins? So, um, because according to the twins, because they had the twins on the show. Um, so according to one of the twins, uh, yes. Yeah, so Jerry and them were t- sharing nudes or whatever. And then apparently he, Jerry had tried to corner one of them in the bathroom. So then when that twin didn't want to do that, he went to the other twin. It was like, hey, do you want to do this? So, um, so that was just hard to hear. Um, in regards to the twins being on the show, it felt exploitative it felt like they were exploiting them for the storyline because i say that because the teammates monica especially gabby they were like so oh my god we love jerry and i don't see myself turning my back on him we still love him till this day and it's like how are you gonna have these kids relive their trauma but then turn around and have all these people saying oh we still love their abuser we're still gonna stick by their abuser I can't cut off this abuser it didn't make sense so this is why I tie it back to Ladarius is they were willing to go to bat and defend Jerry and say that they still love Jerry at the end of the day and they can't cut off Jerry so quickly. But it's just like they were so willing to cut off with Darius because of this beef that about a dog that he had with the assistant coach. I just I just don't understand how they're willing to stand behind a sexual abuser who was sending nudes to 13 year olds and pressuring them to do things sexually while he's a whole 19 years old competing in a college cheerleading competition. I don't understand how they're willing to stand behind that, but they can't stand behind Ladarius. And to be fair, if I, if I want to be like a therapist for a moment, I just feel like perhaps Ladarius was acting out of heart, obviously. He just found out that one of his best friends was sexually involved with minors. If we all remember from season one, Ladarius was a victim of, of sexual abuse when he was a child. So imagine him seeing the fact that his best friend was guilty of doing that to another 13-year-old child. That obviously triggers something in his mind that he probably couldn't wrap his head around. And the fact that this person, Monica, that he saw as a maternal figure in his life is gone for how many months on end and he has to deal with so-and-so Kaylee in Monica's place. I feel like if we should be understanding, we should be understanding over Darius. Because I feel like not only did he lose his best friend because his best friend was sexually abusing 
a 13-year-old, but he also lost someone that he saw as a maternal figure for a few months. He, he, he wasn't, I don't know if he was coping well with that. So you, you, I feel like if we want to take things into consideration, we should do that with Ladarius rather than Jerry. Because I feel like, Jerry, you, you understand what you was doing. The whole, well, the twins don't even look like they hit puberty yet. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing, but, like, I just don't understand. I just don't understand how a whole 19-year-old could be like that for 13 year old twins and then expecting to be expecting Ladarius to be okay about it and then all standing behind him behind Jerry but not Ladarius make that make sense it does you can't because it doesn't make sense I'll end that right now <laughs> that's all I'll say as I'm running out of time and it's 929 so that is all for me that was this episode of the Chinny Chronicles. If you missed an episode, head to Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts to listen. Also head to anchor.fm slash Chinny Chronicles to listen there too. Thanks for listening, stop procrastinating, and good night.